welcome to another episode of Green and Gritty. We are four master's students trying to make environmental education a little more accessible. We are so excited that you joined us today in our little corner of the internet. So stick around, this is going to be a fun episode. Hello everyone! We are so excited to be back in action after our little season one break. We are so happy you're here with us for the newest season of Green and Gritty. We wanted to say thank you for your patience. We each needed some time to relax, focus on research, and of course, brainstorm new episode ideas for the next season. We plan on staying green, but getting even grittier. It'll be a season you don't want to miss. So make sure to tune in and share your favorite episodes with all of your green pals. This week's episode is just in time for Earth Day, so we figured we'd give you all a breakdown of what Earth Day is and list some things that you can do to celebrate if you so choose. Additionally, since we've gathered a few new followers since our very first episode way back in September 3rd, 2020, we also wanted to take this time to reacquaint ourselves with you, our wonderful audience. I honestly, Kendra, you made me laugh because the way you put up that sentence was like, oh, way back when. It's like you just want to kind of just like reminisce on the memories. Be like, no, September 3rd, 2020, it's when we introduced ourselves to you. We are green and gritty. You are our audience. That's when at first, that was our birthday really yeah and I loved how specific it was but also I felt bad because I didn't remember our exact birthday as a group <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. but I feel like that's fine because a lot of things have happened since then and where we are now honestly so I was gonna say it feels like it's been almost two years since we started I the podcast know. and it hasn't even been one year like the amount mm-hmm. of things that have happened since September 2020 is mind-blowing Definitely made COVID time fly differently. I don't know how I would process time <laughs> without the podcast. I don't think I process time correctly anymore. I really don't know what day it is unless someone, like, tells me. Yeah, then, or unless there's something, like, happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, <laughs> unless I have a doctor's appointment for physio, that's <laughs> the only time I know what day it is. And even then, sometimes I'm a little late. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know the days. I just know that today is recording day and tomorrow is like someone I know's birthday. So it's like, there's no numbers involved anymore. There's no days of the week. These days are defined by... It's everything being online. I swear to God, you're on the computer from like as soon as you wake up until like midnight, but you're doing work at all hours of the day. Right. Mm -hmm. Monday through Sunday, you're doing stuff. Yeah. That's what I was talking to my therapist about today because I'm like... I ha- I do not stop looking at my screens from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Every minute in between, I'm on a screen. I'm on social media. I'm doing research. I'm doing podcast stuff. Everything. Like, it just not does not stop. Yeah. And I feel like people are like, oh, everyone's online right now. So I can email them at any time of the day. Or I can ask them to do something whenever. Yeah, it's just there's like... no boundaries anymore. And then I fall for it. I need to establish my own boundaries. Yeah, we had to talk about that. Boundaries are good. Boundaries <laughs> are necessary. Yeah. Okay, well, we kind of (laughs) just, we got ahead of ourselves there a little bit. Why don't we take a second, like we said, get reacquainted with each other and with our great audience, um, and let's introduce ourselves again. I am Taylor Sabatelli. Um, I am the younger Taylor of the podcast. (laughs) I will always be the younger one, and I will always be reminded of that by the other Taylor. Um, I'm 23, 24 in July. My interests um, lately... Not much, but um, yoga. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's it. 
I, I might need to redo that because I might have a breakdown right now. But my interests are holding off apocalypse and not having an existential crisis every single day of the week. Only on Tuesdays. My interests are surviving in a pandemic. Okay, no, seriously. Um, I, I my interests are yoga, mountain climbing, whatever I'm around a mountain, which is not often, but I would like it to be. Um, and cooking, I would say. I've been doing a lot of really cool cooking lately. Um, a lot of vegan dishes have been delicious, keeping me feeling good. Um, ooh, shows I've been binging lately. You guys are going to hate this, but Superstore. I I've been obsessed show. with Superstore. Or, like, literally any documentary or docuseries on Netflix, I'm there. I'm obsessed. I love that. that I yeah. love the Superstore um binge it is a very exciting time I laughed a lot but um, oh my god I yeah. love it I want to rewatch it I'm on season five right now and I'm like let's just start it again yeah I love it too you're gonna hate me I got annoyed when I was watching that show like through some of like the the plot and I just like fast forward a bunch of it because I was like this I can't handle this like will <laughs> they won't they I, either you do or you don't I just like fast forwarded like I think all of season three or four see I but, figured that's what you would do because you yeah. can't yeah, that's I what I said. I can't sit through a show anymore. I, I even if I want to, I just fast forward characters I don't really care about, and then I just, <laughs> I just Ruthless. don't get just them out don't of the picture watch anymore. But anyway, um, if you can't tell from the fast-paced sentences, I'm just spitting out. Um, <laughs> my name is Taylor. I'm the older one. The, my hobbies are really an interest. <laughs> she was like a weird like blind date to I know. <laughs> or like or like a mediocre interview, you know. Oh my gosh. Um. Well, we all know from the. F- I was about to say the audience is interviewing us to see if they want to keep hanging I out know. with us. I'm oh like gosh. sweating. You know I mean? It like, is I'm a mediocre interview, right but we gotta now. like we gotta turn this electric vehicle around. <laughs> Okay, yeah, interest, hobbies, my life passion. Um, well, as we all know, or if you don't, I guess, know because you're new, um, my biggest thing is CrossFit and weightlifting. However, I have not been doing that a lot as of mm, the second shutdown, uh, mainly because of shutdowns, and then also because um, I just uh, haven't been in the set where I want to, like, throw a bunch of weight over my body and, like, hold it up there and lift it out so I've been kind of taking a break however I've been planning uh when and how to get into competing with Olympic weightlifting once I get more of a schedule in the summertime because I checked out my numbers recently and compared it to like a study from a couple years ago and I think I could be up there if I actually trained like an athlete and not just somebody who has a hobby so I'm pretty excited. That's awesome. Good That's for so you. exciting. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how that goes because I'm actually, um, I haven't been this excited about a sport since I discovered rugby back in high school. So <laughs> my parents aren't too thrilled, <laughs> but um, let's see how it goes. Uh, other than that, I mean, uh, if you have listened to previous episodes and if we did keep in that earlier uh tangible sentence that i spewed then you know that like a lot of this year has been me um and figuring out how to live with myself in this pandemic and get back to who i was pre-pandemic um so that's just a lot of like understanding which is where my boundaries thing was going to go but boundaries and self-care and like what i want in the future and making sure that i actually go for what i want so that's been a lot, a lot of my energy has been fighting for that stuff. Not so much fun, cool activities like mountain climbing, which I'm just living vicariously through the other Taylor. 
really, <laughs> <laughs> for that one. Thank you. But, Thank you. But you know what? I'm glad you've been working on yourself. It seems like it's starting to pay off. I can see the, the clouds so. lifting a little bit. So Yeah, it feels Keep a it lot up, sister. less weighted on my shoulders. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully it's more uphill and no more downhill. I hate a downhill. I like to be on the top. You're always on top in my books. Oh. Oh, oh so cute. <laughs> All right. Y'all are so cute. I can't believe it. <laughs> I love these girls so much. It's not even funny. Me and Bro, Taylor just... have always said, if anything, if it comes down to it. We're life that's... partners. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I don't need anyone else. That's Can it. Can y'all <laughs> adopt me? Sure. <laughs> sir. We're back. Hi, I'm Kendra. I am uh, 24, almost 25. Um, that's that. Um, <laughs> We're not going to talk about the almost quarter-life crisis. Yeah, you're almost... <laughs> Whether it's happened or tell, not. But everything that I've said so far, they can tell that I am at that quarter-life crisis. <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. Um, my interests, honestly, you know... I don't really know what they are anymore because it's like, what is, I don't know, what's an interest and what's work at this point, but I like to, I like to roller skate. I'm not good at it, but I like doing it. Um, <laughs> I do read a lot of books. I have like a goal that I set every year and I always track how many books I read every year and I always try to surpass my goal and all that kind of stuff. So I am a, I am quite the book nerd. Um... And I also like to climb mountains when I'm near them, but I'll take a hill any day. As long as I'm outside, I'm happy with that. Um, what are some things that I've been doing to keep busy in COVID, especially during the third wave? Okay. Oh, God. So... That just triggered me. <laughs> okay, y'all. <laughs> I'm so excited to share this new hobby and interest that I have, and that is refurbishing trash that I find on the side <laughs> of the street. So, okay, it's started... Iconic. Iconic. It's started... Trash digger turned... Facebook Marketplace selling star. Literally, we're kind, we're trying to come up with a name so we can make an Instagram account because we're we're getting serious. So, okay, straight up, it started. I was out for a late night walk and <laughs> I came Just across. Say we were on a fun walk. <laughs> I was on a really fun late night walk and I came across this beautiful table that was like a little disheveled but just like ready for garbage pickup because it was a Tuesday night and garbage comes Wednesday. So I decided to carry that table all the way home and uh, fix it up, cleaned it. Really, all I had to do was get a single screwdriver and just tighten some bolts and shit. Like, it was fine. And then I sold it because, you know, I did do work on it. And now my latest hobby has been just every Tuesday night with everyone that lives in my house, we go for a walk and we find items that are discarded. We do usually check with people to make sure if it's not too late check is this for donation or is this like just trash you're getting rid of and it's always trash and we spend like a week fixing it um or making something new out of it so we just found a towel rack that we're thinking we're going to turn into a planter and I spent a lot of time sanding painting um finding new knobs for it and just yeah I've been doing that and lately it's gotten to the point where I am now individually painting seashells (laughs) so that I can make an a Venus inspired mirror um, that's that massive. is so cool. You guys are really taking the garbage position from me, and I will not take this lightly. And I will no. challenge you to it's a war. duel. 
May the best trash queen win. I thought we all had our individual paths. I thought that was established many moons ago. Clearly, I've been betrayed. (laughs) Um, My apologies. I'll step back. And you're profiting off of it. On top of it all, you're profiting off of all. She's no better than those CEOs. I'm profiting off of my (laughs) betrayal. I'm so sorry, Mom. I, you know, maybe I'll forgive you. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Y'all, green and gritty love isn't unconditional. I told, well, we warned everyone we were getting grittier, and I'm just warning you. <laughs> we are this getting grittier. just the beginning. Danielle, please save me. <laughs> I actually know. I was very immersed in that because that's actually super interesting that you're able to find that much and, like, recreate you have to be a creative person also to like understand how to reuse these things that's what I've realized but anyways I am Danielle hi everyone um I'm also 25 not soon in the winter I'm a Sagittarius it's fine um, <laughs> um what are some of my interests I have the same interest now that the weather is becoming nicer I'm able to go outside more I like Yoga, hiking, biking, biking a lot. I got a new bike, so that's very exciting. Ooh, you- where did you find a bike? I feel like they've been sold out of the world for I know. Like I months. went to Sport Check, and mm-hmm. my very nice friend um, was able to secure one for me, and nice. I love Hook it. Hook up. She got an inside job. <laughs> and I loved it. I love it. It's <laughs> awesome. So I'm doing that more, um, but that I think that's allowed with the third wave um oh this is kind of um nerdy but like i've been doing the marvel cinematic universe in order i've been re- i've been watching it because i've never we're seen... doing that too you're oh doing my it god because i've never done it I've, you're doing I've, it like in... you at which i'm far because i started a while ago now but um i'm i think i'm on black panther now so i'm like well in like i've seen a lot i've like i don't know i did this all because um I heard about WandaVision coming out and I was like, I need to understand this because I feel like I would love the show. That's what led me to it. So I'm on a great journey of that and I'm obsessed with Disney Plus because of it, which is something that's not usually me. So <laughs> new interest for the, for this third, nice. fourth, 5,000th wave of COVID in Ontario. It's so funny. I didn't know you were doing this too. But <laughs> yeah, my bro- uh, we all started it in our household. And we're at uh, Spider-Man, the first one. Oh, me and my boyfriend <laughs> just watched that one. We just watched that one, too. And then I watched Doctor Strange uh, shortly after. But we really liked the Spider-Man. That one's really cute. It's it's a nice one. I, I like this actor of it. Anyways, I'm rambling about Marvel because I'm well immersed in this universe now. Which <laughs> I thought I would never say that. So you can see what the shutdown has um, made me go to new interests. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> Well, that's us. For everyone who doesn't know us, welcome to the Green Chats. Yeah, <laughs> and welcome back to the chaos if you already know us. Because <laughs> rhymed. If that, <laughs> if that wasn't a great description of our chaotic energy, then I don't know what you are expecting. And if we haven't scared you off yet, we are very, very excited to get dive into today's episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about Earth Day! Because it's today or tomorrow or whenever we're uploading this um again tomorrow, no concept of yeah. time so <laughs> april 22nd let's go so earth day what is it it is a day that is focused on promoting clean living and a 
healthy, sustainable habitat for people and wildlife alike. Celebrating Earth Day serves as a conscious reminder of just how fragile our planet is and how important it is to protect it. Now, we here at Green and Gritty believe that the Earth should be celebrated and protected every day of the year, but we also believe that having this day of recognition for it is equally important. Taylor, I completely agree with you, and I'm going to get my long uh, history condensed very quickly for you guys now so we can keep chatting and discussing ways to celebrate this. So to give some background about Earth Day, um, just before we get into discussing how to celebrate it if we want to, (laughs) um, we can look back to Rachel Carson, who was an author and who released a book called Silent Spring in 1962. So I do know this is a little bit earlier than the first Earth Day, but this really started everything. So all these events kind of led to the 1970 drop of Earth Day, um, really because air pollution was actually seen as a good thing <laughs> until Earth Day and, um, you know, being more aware of it. And it's because it was always associated with wealth, development, growth. Um, and this book kind of shattered those ideas. It represented... Um, public awareness and concern for the environment and people and the links between pollution and health. So we never really thought of that that before. And this book was very popular. It sold over 500,000 copies in 24 countries. And this oblivionness of pollution environmental links, uh, it started to fall away, begin to fade. And then Senator Nelson in the States, he was a junior senator from Wisconsin, had been set off also by the 1969 Santa Barbara oil spill. And that's where we kind of saw the bang. <laughs> so that's kind of where we saw it start to happen. So anti-war movements were really happening at this time too. So he thought, hey, um, we can see people are interested in speaking up and protesting and demonstrating. Let me get you know national media and other members of Congress and activists and let's go to college campuses. And he chose this April date because it fell perfectly in between spring break and final exams. And this was to maximize the greatest student participation. So we had Earth Day drop in 1970. uh, And this traction led to over 10% of the American population at the time to demonstrate for the environment. And it actually brought together a lot of people of a lot of backgrounds, which I thought was super cool. Because we saw people from all political backgrounds and ideas actually come together to take this on like they felt the urgency they felt the concern so that's kind of where earth day led (laughs) and then this also led further after that to more environmental laws and acts to be passed and you know taken into account in the government So 20 years after the first Earth Day, Earth Day went global as environmental leaders agreed to mobilize over 200 million people in 141 countries, boosting recycling and the 1992 UN Earth Summit. Flash forward, Earth Day 2020 marked 50 years of global action that resulted in mobilizing a billion people over 190 countries for transformative action for our planet. Some pretty big numbers. They are. um, I mean... I'm kind of skeptical just because I really dislike Earth Day. Um, yeah. I love the Earth, but I just what I dislike about it is that um, it's only one day of the year that people pretend to care and pre- actually like do Valentine's stuff. You know? Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like what we were ranting before off mm-hmm. off recording, and it's you know 
Taylor said it, it starts with good intentions, but then it just becomes something, you know, to play into the capitalist system. It becomes a monetized holiday and a kind of PR stunt when you really <laughs> get down to it all. And that's not to say, like, just swear off the day completely, because, like, how no, we open, it's still important to recognize and, Earth Day. And, you know, advocating that, for it, too, but... Yeah, but just, like, make sure that if Earth Day is something... Keep that energy year-round. <laughs> that Keep that all, energy. you all believe in and want to continue to fight for, and make sure you just fight for it, like, every day, and not just the one day. Yeah, we here because, at Green like, and Gritty do not support performative activism. We believe in... <laughs> oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Activism. <laughs> period <laughs> yeah that's it that's the word we don't believe in I love you know what I love the suspense because what do we believe in <laughs> you know what I was gonna say you know what I agree I 100% agree that's where we get into that crux crutch crux crux both work Mm-hmm. basically we get in that rut of like you know this is the day to do it we're going to solve all of the world's problems on april 22nd and then we're going to forget about it for the rest of the year and you could look at it that way you can also choose to take that as your yearly check-in on what were your goals for how you were going to live in harmony with the planet um have you been doing them where can you improve and it doesn't have to be a one-day thing but it can maybe be your alarm clock every year check in what have you done to help? What haven't you done to help? And don't be hard on yourself, but be realistic and, you know, kind. Okay, how can I be better? How can I do better? And that does not include buying a cute t-shirt from H&M that says save the planet because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, that doesn't save the planet. <laughs> no, but Kendra, I like what you're saying. It's almost like a new year's for the planet, right? Yes. Like we face the the bad in our, like, you know what I mean? It's like a major, like... I don't even want to call it a reality check, but we see the bad, but then we are excited to move forward and do different things. Read 10 pages a day, drink more water, uh, be more active. And it's like exactly what Kendra said. It should be like that for um, the earth. I I do agree that it's very one-time-ish. It's almost like, should we have one of these a month? Like every month, should we be like, last day of the month, we're we're doing something earth-wise. That would be fantastic. Oh my God, revolutionary idea right there. (laughs) Calculate your ecological footprint every month and see how you can improve it the next month. Oh my God. Well, you should do that in like every quarter. That would be- Yeah. You'd gather more data. More realistic. In our previous episodes, there are apps that you can do that. You can track yourself. You can constantly check in on yourself. Mm -hmm. It's all about, you know, taking your own initiative. And I think that's where Earth Day, you know, is a great thing because sometimes it's so easy for that to be pushed to the back of our heads. And at least this is an opportunity to bring it back to focus. And it's everyone's individual job to make sure that you keep it in focus consistently. Yeah. That's also how we're here to help. Our bi-weekly episodes... We'll keep you in check. We got you. Yeah. We won't let you forget about climate change. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, On that note, too, like, I love personal accountability of all kinds. But then I get really disappointed when I see corporate. I don't see I don't see corporate accountability. And I know that they took a large portion. I'm not saying that, you know, you can pat yourself on the back for throwing a piece of trash on the ground. I'm not saying that. But I do think it's really, really hard to stay motivated and also to take a hard look in the mirror when we see companies spewing and they don't have any accountability for that or they don't make a change on Earth Day, right? They, they don't look back. So I think that's, like, I think hard for people. I know there was a big cons- um, controversy about the Seaspiracy documentary. 
um, because mm. a lot of people came out from that and they were like, I need to stop eating seafood. I need to stop eating fish, which is great. And then someone tweeted and it, it blew my mind. It was so true. It's like, if you were able to watch Seaspiracy and take account, like were able to criticize yourself and start making changes for yourself, they really knew how to market mm. uh, personal accountability to the little people. And that's so true because it's like, why aren't the fisheries stopping? Or why aren't we, like, have accountability systems in place to prevent that from happening even? That's a rant. But it's just very, (laughs) I think, also very difficult for people to be, like, super motivated and, like, faithful for change, like, in themselves Mm -hmm. when it's not, like, across the board, right? We're so small. But, again, that all leads into we are small, but we can make change. That's how I'll end it. (laughs) So is Danielle's tip earth day tips is that you would like to see on earth day more a way for it to improve is if more corporations or industries or whatever took that as a time to like have a their own check-in exactly and And i really like what you said about the t-shirt it's like don't make the t-shirt that like you know has water and you know child labor but yeah that's why like you said that there was a class that Taylor and I took, like one of our business classes, and basically, in, you know how there's like annual reports, but like some companies do produce like an annual sustainability mm, like true. report. A lot right? of companies but, do, but a lot of that's like BS because yeah. they can just do anything in house and they don't give a lot. From the cases that we saw, we didn't see a lot of like hard metrics. It was just like a lot of like anecdotal stuff. Mm. So like even if that information is being uh, produced even in like like how I was mentioning like ESGs a while back like that stuff because that's relatively new and what people are holding as like a standard to see like what companies are being like sustainable and uh, they they show it through their uh, their financial records like ESGs are tracked differently throughout like every company and like how they align that is like there's no like and the standards are very loose right now yeah, yeah. there's no like one set of like regulation of sorts of like how we're gonna track sustainability because like the term sustainability is used so loosely same with like environmentally friendly and like green or whatever Mm -hmm. so I think for like real change for corporations to start like those have to be like really defined and that's going to be a challenge because like every industry is different and then every country's approach is different Mm -hmm. and then every like population's approach is also different so I don't know but um yeah. that's just my little we don't have to keep that in but we can or we're not that's also like just like the, my thought like because that. like the companies like yeah. do have they do are starting to do it but it's not like a gold standard yet <laughs> that also scares me if there is a standard that would be applied to all countries and all corporations yeah no it, there yeah, shouldn't be one no there no, shouldn't so... be one like set for like all countries to follow because every country operates completely differently yeah but like say like okay like all like food company like food manufacturers like processed food manufacturers operate this way construction this way automotive this way you know what i I mean i think in my mind the way i have understood esg and those reports and everything to be is that it's it's a percentage relative to overall operations so Mm. that it is applicable to a lot of different industries a lot of different companies but you're still achieving the decrease and the you know the the environmental sustainability that we're trying to you know do with these esgs um that is a whole other topic though (laughs) anyway i have a fun story yeah tell your story let's hear Um, it because i i had a story coming into the taping which we all know which i will definitely tell everybody but also um i was 
researching my memories as mm-hmm. you guys were talking about personal accountability like on earth day and how it's like a new year's of a sense and i actually really like that um his to think to take this april 22nd as like the day where you reflect on your what you've done for the earth and then how you can continue moving forward um and i thought i actually have a memory of this because i remember one earth day i think i was like either finishing high school or starting undergrad where I went to um, Niagara Falls around Ooh. Earth Day. And I just remember t- like looking at the falls and just being incredibly like fascinated by what I was just, like looking at and just like hearing the water coming like down over and then just like feeling the mist on my like face. I'm like, this is amazing. And then I remember at that moment I said like a little like mental note to Earth. I'm like, hey what's up? It's me. And <laughs> and I like literally made this vow. I'm like, I'm gonna do what I can to like not destroy you during my lifetime. That's so and, cute. And um thank you. That's so sweet. So I'm a really good uh, citizen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I remember saying that. But it's funny because um, I haven't had another day like that where I'd, like, check in with the earth, which sounds really hippy-dippy, but it's kind That's of feeling. Because nice. I remember my very first Earth Day, I felt the same. I was, like, in school. I was, like, elementary. And um, all they did was, like, we're going to shut off the lights for an hour and sit in the dark for the first bit and get our crafts ready because our craft was then to plant some tiny plant in like one of those tiny water cooler cups right and then go hang out and play outside and i was so excited (laughs) to do all that so like every like year i looked forward like oh we have to sit in the dark because it's earth day or whatever and i get to like help the earth but then as like i grew up then that earth hour like got switched to days where I was never home and I couldn't just sit in the dark. I was a hockey practice. I was, like, wherever, you know? And so I think I've always, like, subconsciously looked for ways to, like, still have that hour. But I think now having like, this new mindset of, like, personal accountability and, like, reflection on Earth Day, I can bring back that Niagara Falls moment, which would be, like, a refreshing start for, like, Aww. setting intentions. I think that's really cool. That's so, so that's, like, like, full like... circle. But, yeah, I think we should all, like, look for our Niagara Falls moments. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's my story. That's I don't a know great how tip. you guys celebrated Earth Day as like growing up compared to now. I don't know if we want to like talk. Chat Very about similar to your story, you know the, mm-hmm. the basic yeah. school activities. Sit in the dark. You watch watch a show or a presentation on what is Earth Day and how you can help and what you should do, and you know none of it really stuck. Um, I will say I really loved my high school, and we did. I couldn't remember if it was on Earth Day or if it was, like, after. I looked it up, and this year they're doing it in May, but I didn't know if that's because of COVID or whatnot. But we did mm-hmm. something called Envirathon Servathon every year. Mm. And basically... That already sounds cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah, basically, everyone in the school... Mind you, it was a very small school, but everyone in the school was assigned, um, basically, a task. So I remember one year we helped out uh, myself and everyone that was selected for this one task, we volunteered for the day on a farm helping to dig out like water trenches um, because it was a local farm and they, you know, provide to the community and they needed a, ta- a certain task done. One year we took canoes and we just went around the Grand River and we picked up trash. We rolled out tires from the river. We did everything like that. Um, I believe one year, one of the tasks that you could do was. Um, 
taking labels off of soup cans or something it was something like that where it was like separating because then you can donate or you get incentives from something so help raise money I think for a food bank I can't quite remember that one so like it was something that was kind of separate from the day but like it was unique it was Mm -hmm. definitely different and because you did something new every year it really kind of helped explain to people like there's so many things you can do so many different ways I also went to a religious school so we also had chapel and we usually would have a chapel dedicated to like the relationship between your spirituality and the planet but they would straight up just talk about climate change and how like we had an entire presentation about like you know industry and capitalism and climate change and all that and that was our chapel for the day and I remember that being really interesting and I'm not religious anymore but it was cool to see have those connections drawn to like portray this information in different ways I like that, that was never point about like connections. drawn out. Yeah, that's yeah. that was like that's that's very different. It's very I I like that a lot. That's unique. Yeah. I, I love think it helps to bridge. That's a great way gap. to tell like the true story of like how it's kind of like interconnected and gets you guys like involved from a young age in like a fun way because you're doing yeah. activities and, and it's, it's fun. not just. Mm-hmm. I, I like, like that. Like the best day of the entire school year is Envirathon Servathon every year, <laughs> hands down. Ooh, Envirathon Servathon. <laughs> Yeah, and it sounds nice. It was awesome. How are you got how are you friends celebrating Earth Day now? Should we tell them, Kendra? Yeah. (laughs) We have we made a list. Taylor, you you had a lot of really good contributions. I have a few that I can chime in, but you Yeah. Oh well mine were just very general ones. It's stuff that I like to do with um basic mostly mostly myself. Some things I love to do on Earth Day and a lot of other days, but Earth Day especially. Sit in the dark play board games um (laughs) i also love just going for a hike actually spending the day in nature you know appreciating and like reconnecting with nature i feel like every time i'm out you know on a hike or just for a walk or whatever i'm doing surrounded by trees surrounded by flowers something it always makes me feel better i'm always kind of more centered in myself and it makes me appreciate this beautiful earth that we've got our mama. She takes care of us. We should be taking care of her. Yeah, I think this year I might do some gardening. Um, my dad's backyard is looking a little shabby, so I could use a little <laughs> facelift. Give, give the earth some self-care. I love that little TLC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? I was really hoping to be able to go up and spend time at my mom's house. Here it's difficult. I'm so busy. I don't really, really, I don't really connect with the earth too much where I'm living now, but my mom does everything on her own. Like she has a massive garden that at this time of year just needs to be like revamped entirely to get ready for exactly everything. Yeah. But she also taps her trees for maple syrup. So there's all the maple syrup Ooh. burning and that season's ending, but there's just so many different ways to really just lose yourself in the earth where my mom lives. So Ideally, I'd like to be up there. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds like a nice sanctuary. It really is a little piece of paradise, but mm. I won't be going because I should stay in my city for COVID reasons. So I'll have my mom video chat with me while she does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a good way that's um, not conventional, but it's at a larger sense. Um, I recently came across this article Um don't laugh. I know you shouldn't be <laughs> just reading, but I, I find this is like a really good way. It's a very interesting article. And it's about decolonizing the atmosphere. Okay. Mm. Sounds very like it's not really discussed. It's um 
kind of out there, but it's about understanding climate justice through climate debt. And this kind of speaks to how we said about a report card for countries or countries to take on and how it can't really be a standardized thing because the global north and the global south, as much as I dislike those terms, that's how they're referred to in this context, can't be on the same report card, right? That they, they have had so many different struggles. So I think this article that discusses relieving the climate debt from the global south, which basically just means relieving them of pressures because they have been, you know, struggling with climate change because of countries like Canada and the US, um, can really help alleviate some climate justice issues and actually help the environment in the long run. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was a really cool new take in understanding climate justice. And I know it's a larger sense to Earth Day rather than taking on something like a hike, which I still really, really do enjoy and love. But I just thought it was a really cool way to like learn something. So learning something new, something we really love to do. That's why we started this podcast, right? So that's my little ditty that I thought would be something different to do for Earth Day. Ditty? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is nice. It's always good to expand your mind a bit. I mean, I saw one of the guys' ideas, which is like a trash picker. Yeah. And oh my I was going to say, I've weirdly always wanted to do that. Okay. So I have cool. a story. So I used to work um, for my city here in Oakville. And like, this was probably my summer job in 2017, maybe 2016, 2017, I think. Um, and I literally used a trash picker all summer. And I cleaned up the side of the roads. I cleaned up the forest. I, I literally, my job was just like litter picker upper. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I so love I really miss picking up litter because I, I know how I've said this probably a thousand times on the podcast. I used to be that person that picked up everyone's shit on the ground with my bare hands. <laughs> Same. Um, but now that it's COVID, I am very worried about doing that. So I haven't I been able to do that. And I'm just itching to pick up some litter. So if we could. I had something. this idea because one of, one of the. Someone I know uh, likes to like hike a lot and loves being immersed in nature. I think every time I catch up with them, like there's always like a new story of where they hike. But recently, um, one of their posts on like, something Instagram I think was like all the trash they had picked up along the Bruce Trail. Mm-hmm. And I remember like Taylor the last hike that well the only hike we've been on together <laughs> was um <laughs> that we we just saw like a bunch of trash and we post we showed it oh on the Green and Gritty yeah. story and I was thinking like if there's a way like to literally do it, car like, parts we saw sorry I well yeah I'm so triggered by that we I can't really solve that um problem <laughs> like with this idea that I have but I was thinking like once it's uh like once all the the new lockdown is kind of lifted and there's a plan to um we maybe do like a trash picker upper like day where we can like pick a hike to go on and like yeah. get like a picker upper and like some garbage bags and just act like go around like safely picking up like mm-hmm. and also like beer cans or whatever mm-hmm. and then like disposing of those like properly like bring them to a metal thing that was kind of my idea but I obviously that. that's still yeah that it's would still also like be a, awesome a, across like lake shorelines that was probably like the one goal i have for the summertime that i like really want to try and do because I've always just wanted to put on that vest and pick up trash. I don't know why. I just thought it's it very was like fun. fun. It's very rewarding and it's very satisfying cleaning up mm-hmm. other people's trash for some crazy reason. <laughs> but I would love to do that. I would love to be a part of that. Maybe that's an idea we can bring into yeah. fruition. Yes. 
Absolutely. I have some recommendations for y'all listening to us. That's a little bit about what we're all doing. Mm-hmm. But I was also thinking if you folks wanted to take some time to kind of like check in and do your own like self-guided meditation on what are your plans for your relationship with the planet and like how can you make that sustainable. Um, so I figured one activity that y'all can do and maybe I'll join in post it on our Instagram or something is to do some goal setting. So take some time and break it down into super, super small scale. What could you do today? What is one thing you could do today to help? And then how can you make that a consistent thing? What can you do once a week? Um, maybe write those things out, keep it somewhere so you can set your intentions and then maybe think broader. What are some goals you have for the end of the year? Is it you want to transition to like maybe zero waste in terms of your kitchen waste? Is it like going to farmer's market once a week? What are some goals that you can set and just reflect on that? Set aside an hour, maybe turn off all your lights. I don't know, set the mood. (laughs) (laughs) Set the mood for some self-reflection so that we can turn... Earth Day, not into a one-day event, but really what it's supposed to be, which is this, like, powerhouse day to motivate us all to be thinking about the Earth every day. Right. Absolutely. I like that. But, (laughs) hey, Green and Gritty listeners, if you have any cool ideas on what you do to celebrate Earth Day, to recognize Earth Day, or any of your cool goals to celebrate the Earth, let us know. Maybe we can somehow create like a virtual thing together. All right, everyone. Thanks for a great season two intro. We are so excited to bring this season to you all. We have a lot planned and we can't wait to up the gritty as we talk about everything sustainability. And if there was anything we talked about today that sparked your interest or got your research juices flowing, head over to our website and you can find the sources we each used in today's episode. And as always, thank you for joining us in our little corner of the internet. You can find us on our Instagram at Green and Gritty Podcast or on our Facebook at Green and Gritty. We would love to hear from all of our incredibly brilliant listeners. All right, so this is Green and Gritty signing out. Bye! Bye.